Hey, welcome back to another exciting episode of Spellstorm Miniatures. My name is Jeremiah. I'm Dan. And this is Chad. And uh, we have a great episode to uh, to share with you today. Uh, this week, Spellstorm Miniatures turns three. Woo! We did I it. Mean, uh, it's hard <laughs> to imagine that we've been going for three years. Um, feels feels like it's been so long ago since we actually recorded has. in person. <laughs> <laughs> also, that true. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so we have a we have an exciting episode. We're going to talk about. Um, just turning three and what that means. We have a big announcement to make uh, at the end of the episode, and uh, and we're just having a great time uh, tonight as we record. Uh, but hey, let's get started with games played. Uh, have you folks played any games? <laughs> Actually, yes. Uh, <laughs> I know a couple weeks in a row. It's amazing. So yeah, we were able to. Uh, Get together, get another Rain and Hell game in. Um, unfortunately, you know, two of the guys, <laughs> not going to say names around here, but um, <clears throat> couldn't show up, you know, due to work and whatnot. But uh, that's all right. Uh, me and Mike were able to play. Um, so we got our second game in. We ended up playing Extract Power. Um, he redid his whole group. So I had some souls. I was going to bring in some de- new demon. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to. Let's just keep it kind of a starter game level. And, you know, we slogged back and forth pretty good. His succubus was was excellent. Kept, like, taking my behemoth of a devout and being like, no, you're going to take your nine dice and attack over there. Um, wow. So that was, I was like, oh, man. But it ended up uh, pretty good. We ended up both having nine souls from the extract. And I had him down to his leader and devout. And then he had me down to my leader and my armored demon. Um, so we kind of was, uh, ended up being a really big slog fest there. So overall, it was, it was a good time of, you know, hour, hour and a half of rolling some dice and just chatting. So nice. Very nice. Yeah. The rain of hell campaign has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've gotten to get, uh, two games as well. Uh, I played two different one-on-one games with two of the other people in my pod. Uh, I played one game against Hans. It was, uh, my second game and his third, uh, we played, uh, extracting power actually was the same one that we ended up doing. Um, it actually went pretty well. The first, uh, first couple rounds were a little bit slow as we were trying to kind of get into position, Um, he got a little bit, uh, he was a little unlucky with rolling his dice. Actually, the, the really funny thing that happened is we both kind of misunderstood the rule. We thought that you couldn't extract power from more than one piece of terrain per round. So we thought you could do one chance from each of them, but it's only one period. Yep. So he actually turn one moved his devout to his farthest, farthest piece and rolled to extract power and did enough damage to kill himself. Oh, no way. <laughs> on the first turn. <laughs> Which was really unfortunate. We were both kind of uh, having a little bit of a laugh uh, about it. But uh, I ended up walking away, I think, with... Um, I think it was nine souls. And the way that we were reading the scenario with the soul extraction is... You get whatever it is, the number of souls that you extract, and then you roll a D6 
For each of those ones, you extract it to potentially turn into bonus souls. So I actually ended up walking away with quite a bit after some of the soul dice that I had also gotten uh, from killing a couple of demons. Um, I was better able to use my succubus to my advantage and peace trade a little bit better with him, uh, also using some of the terrain to my advantage. Uh, so I ended up winning that one, um, walking away with quite a few souls. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I think I I think I finally rolled one. Uh, I did roll something on the um, the reward table. I think I got essence of luck for I gave it to one of my spine demons. Nice. Um, and then I played a game against Tyler. Uh, we played uh, relic hunters. Um, and this was actually kind of a really interesting one. Um, we, again, we both kind of like meandered around for the first two rounds. And then round three is kind of when everything started getting pretty crazy. There was a lot of combat going back and forth. Um, he had a nice little pod going that was his leader, his devout, and a tentacle beast, tentacle oh. demon. Uh, and it just made them really hard to deal with. Um, cause his leader and his devout are already combat maniacs and, uh, they both have armor of gleaming. So well, no, his leader doesn't, the... uh, but his devout and his tentacle demon have armor of gleaming. So the first time that you attacked him, he just halves your dice rolls or halves the number of dice that you roll. But, uh, I was again able to use my succubus to a better advantage. Uh, I did actually manage to kill a couple of demons before, um, he got any attacks on my succubus, so she had a little bit of damage reduction and managed to survive a couple of hits. Um, I managed to use his devout to hit his tentacle beast and then hit it with something else. I think I hit it with my leader to finish it off because um, yeah. I decided to be a little bit more aggressive with my leader since she has some survivability. Um, I managed to take control of his leader and uh, I think hit and finish off his no i didn't finish off his devout but i did weaken it quite a bit and then i managed to finish it off with something else um there was a mad rush in the very last round where um i managed to kill he was trying to kill my succubus as she was trying to get away and um he failed to do so so i killed his mephit that had one of his relics so i got to take his relic and and get um, a lead on the scenario. And then he managed to kill my slaughter fiend that had taken it and get it back right in like the last, one of the last activations. So we both ended up with two relics. Um, so it was technically, we both lose because neither one of us wins. Uh, and I rolled of course, nothing on the relic table. So I, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tyler did say that that was probably one of the, the tougher matches that he's played uh, gave him a, a pretty good run for his money. And I was really feeling like the good positioning and stuff with the, the team that I played. So felt nice. really good about that. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I also played a couple games of riot quest uh, last Wednesday at the shop. Got to play three games. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and I got to play a couple games of commander last night with a, a buddy and a few other friends. Uh, I played one game with my dungeon deck, which wasn't very didn't didn't turn out very good, but uh, it just needs more testing. Uh, and then I played one game with Corvald that was a very long slog because 
Corvald paints a big target on his head, but that deck has enough wherewithal to withstand and play the long game. Um, and I ended up, uh, I ended up almost winning, killing two other players, but I left the last player on one life and they managed to top deck into a draw to get something out of there. No top deck into a draw and then another draw to get another angel on the field to get, um, a second combat because they were playing Kalia. So they mm -hmm. managed to get two combats and, and finish me off. But it was a very close game. Nice. I love end game top deck stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's so satisfying. Yeah. And <laughs> well, Corv Corvald got to one shot my buddy Jeremy, who had been playing Gave. Uh, and he was up at like 80 something health when I started my turn. And I managed to sacrifice enough stuff to get Corvald up to a 2020. And then I went to combat, sacked one more thing, turned him into a 21-21, and just hit him for, just one-shot him for commander damage. Ouch. Yep. <laughs> He's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, uh, I think I only got one game in since our last recording. I've been uh, pretty busy with work and stuff, and I had to bail on, on our rain and hail day. day. And so Dan was uh, poking at me earlier. I didn't get a chance to make that, but I had uh, I had another 40k game in, and uh, and um, and it was good. I'm still playing the knights while I'm painting up my Eldar. So, um, and I haven't. I've been thinking about putting in a small detachment of Admech, but I, I just haven't done it yet. And so I don't know when I'm going to be ready to pull that trigger, but. Um, but, but yeah, nothing, uh, nothing fancy to talk about, uh, for me. I just, uh, it's, it's been a season. So, <laughs> but, and speaking of rain and hell, uh, that campaign actually ends this week. Uh, we are running it through the month of September and October and, um, October ends this week. And so, um, and because of Halloween and my wife's birthday, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get another Rain and Hell game in. So my my Rain and Hell campaign, my campaign was uh, short lived, but um, but it was it was a lot of fun. So uh, for what I you know experienced, yeah. but anyway, hey, um, this week is our birthday, and I was yeah woohoo, uh, and I was thinking about I was telling Laura about this that you know we've been. Uh, three years ago, this was, you know, uh, this was a thing. Dan and I, we had the same day off and we would get together on our day off and we would play games. And then we were like, hey, why don't we make a podcast? Yeah. And, and so we <laughs> decided to make a podcast. And but when you think about it, like at least half of our podcast life has been during under pandemic. Yeah, well, that's crazy. <laughs> and that's crazy. And uh and when I when I said that out loud, you know, Laura goes, It's it's remarkable you guys have kept it kept it going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, uh it, it kinda it kinda has been. Um, but uh but what's fun is when you when you reach moments like these, is you get to look back and you get to reflect on on things that you've enjoyed about the project and working together and and um and so what i'd like to do is um just kind of have a free-for-all just kind of organic conversation about some of our favorite moments 
over the life of the podcast. And then, um, and then uh, at the end, sort of towards the end of the conversation, uh, I do have a question for us about um, some of the things we got to experience as a result of the podcast or, or maybe some new game or something we picked up um, because of discussions we've been talking about and exposure we had uh, through this project. So, uh, so without further ado, um, let's celebrate. What, what have you enjoyed about Spellstorm Miniatures these last, last few years? Yeah, that's the interesting one because there's been, like I said, I mean, it's only a few years, but it's a lot of learning in that too. Um, like yeah. I said, we kind of just got together and we were talking after um, the I-5 tournament for War Machine Hordes, right? You know, and that kind of is a lot of what spurred it off, right? Um, and then just the absolute monitude of learning how to do the podcast stuff, which Jeremiah kind of took on. You took on like the audio side of stuff. You're like, all right, I'm going to figure out how to work these boards and tweak in mics and, you know. Oh, man. Just, just when you had the hang of it, right? When everything was getting locked in and good equipment and then it's like we don't record in person anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we've tried we have tried so many different methods of recording uh those first few first six months and then i felt when when the pandemic hit we tried another assortment of methods before we finally found one that worked um, right. <laughs> consistently for us there's there's been a lot of learning this this for me the last right. few years <laughs> definitely been 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 a ride you know and then when i started taking on a lot of the youtube stuff and just kind of like you know that's a lot of learning in itself and you know um yeah. getting the camera set up and I, I still i'm still no expert by no means um still a lot to learn and do there but you know it's it's cool to learn something new in that aspect too you know um besides you know getting to play and do our hobbies and everything but also you know take on a new new challenge in sense right yeah so that's definitely been been a ride and enjoyable so <laughs> yeah so what are what are some of the things um what are some of the other highlights that uh, that you have um uh i really enjoyed the king of coins event that we did that was a lot of fun yeah. uh getting the i think that was probably the first event that we did getting um getting the community involved with playing games yeah. with us and being excited about uh, something that we were doing. And uh, I just remember all the trash talk that was going around and uh, how many times the coins changed hands as mm -hmm. people were, you know, victoriously taking them from other people. I know I still have the Crick's coin. Um, I use it as a proxy large base um, occasionally. And uh, nice. every time I pop open my trays and my uh, my little thing of uh, tokens and everything that I have all sorted out, it's up there with the rest of my proxies. And I always think, I always look at it and think about that fun event that we did. And uh, yeah. I think, you know, maybe it's time we bring that back again. <laughs> that would be cool. That was, yeah, that was a really neat one. I, yeah, I enjoyed, you know, that planning and everything that went into that. And I'm glad people enjoyed it. And, you know, we handed out the, um pint glasses with some symbols and trophies on them and so you know you know the missed opportunity was is we didn't make pint glasses for ourselves I mean, we still could. yeah <laughs> yes it's it's true I have the, the in. i'm good the really 
<laughs> the really unfortunate part is that right now we could be toasting out of them, but yes, unfortunately, yes. we were we were too focused on getting something cool out to our fans and yeah. uh, forgot to get something cool for ourselves. But yeah, that's how it goes. Time. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun, and and it made me appreciate like that was a you know a relatively small event. I think we had in the teens we might have had 16 or 18 people participate and of course for the final uh final event uh to qualify for the for the final event uh you had to be a, a holder of one of the coins and so at the time we only did the eight coins for the four original factions for each war machine and hordes and so so we basically had an eight person round uh three round event and and i you know, so it's a relatively small event, right? And but like, I it made me appreciate all of the things that like our event organizers do in our community, and then the ones who host the large events. There's a lot of just planning and logistics that go into this is what we're gonna do, you know, and setting the terms and the rules and stuff, you know. Right. And so, you had the experience of being the first time judge, right? And that and having to make a crazy call. <laughs> oh man, and right, and I—that's a position I didn't think that I would find myself in, um, having to make a call on on was the Barney Two's feet yeah. versus Maylock or something, like something, that. something like that. I, yeah, it was brutal, and it's I was just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> but um, but you know, the thing is, is is you know, um, it was a great day. It was a fun day, and um, I, I think I think everyone had fun, and so. Uh, it was it was cool, and the people who won the event that got the pint glasses they they seemed happy and generally enjoyed the event. So yeah, it's yeah. great. I would have loved to do it the year over year. That was our plan, right? We're gonna bring it back right. the following year. But then again, that was gonna be our thing. That's our contribution to <laughs> yeah. the community. And then, I think we forgot or got distracted by something else. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, some <laughs> global thing. time. Yeah, time is a weird soup, and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the pot has been stirred quite thoroughly. It has. One of one of the other events that I enjoyed a lot uh, was Food Machine, and and that was great. I you know we we got a place. I think I think Runenboard hosted it. Yep. And and so we were able to, uh, you know, get donations, and you can do wacky things if you you know we made special rules and. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I think, I think Chad, I think the folks at Runeboard uh, made up the signs to look like, like menus, like if you were to go yeah. out to eat. So it was very, very thematic. It was very good. Um, unfortunately, uh, the day of participation wasn't as, as good as I wanted. Um, but, but fortunately, there was a lot of people who had wanted to participate um, who and couldn't that made donations. And mm -hmm. so uh, we actually ended up, I actually ended up filling the back of my car just filled with food. And, and there were some cash donations that we were able to forward on, uh, you know, to one of our community partners. And it was just, it was just, for me, it was very rewarding because I got to be the delivery boy, you know? Yeah. And, um, and for the folks who came, it was a lot of fun for them to be able to, you know, to bend the rules and, and to use their, you know, to use their, uh, you know, their can donations to get benefits and stuff. So I, I, I liked Food Machine, and that's something I would have liked to see done every year as well. Yeah. 
It's not too late. It's usually done in November. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a little weary about doing events with a large amount of people still. Yeah. So, you know, um, and not, not to say that we'd get a large amount of people, but um, maybe if we set our eyes for next year, I would. I I think I would appreciate. Yeah. I would like that. So, but yeah, and I think. I think those were, and then the Rain and Hell campaign that we're currently doing. Yep. I, I think those are the three sort of big things that we've done as a podcast to kind of get behind and support. Um, we've done some things um, online through our Discord server to sort of foster community and encourage us getting together during the pandemic. Um, uh, Facebook was so kind to remind me that it was a little over a year ago that we started the paint parties and yep. and so paint party has been going for a little over a year every thursday night and and i think a lot of us have have taken advantage of that time for hobbying and socialing um socially i don't know if that's a word but i i it is now <laughs> and, and then and then uh and then in the spring we added the book club and so i mean we have so we've done a lot of great things to try to use some of the tools that we've had to to try to foster community and and keep people together during uh, during this pandemic even when we weren't playing games in person yeah so um i think i, I think those are things i'm proud of and and things i like yeah yeah i mean the paint party was what the has been pretty cool. I mean, I haven't been really able to attend, but you know, sometimes seeing and just hearing all, all the chatter about it, and you know, like I said, it's just it used to be kind of the Wednesday nights of an in person at Ruin and Board, right? You know, a lot of people yeah. went to that, and without that, it kind of helped fill that void for some, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I definitely want to give a shout out to uh, to Curtis for um, running that last Thursday's event. Was I mean, really cool of him? That was huge. So, yeah, Curtis got um, a bunch of the paint night kits that were put out by I think Wiz Kids, and uh, he was able to swing a deal. and And so between uh, him and me, we made sure that everyone who wanted a kit got a kit to participate. And then, like, I drove down to Salem and even delivered them to people. Like, you know, <laughs> made sure that people had them right. And then, yeah. and then that night we had more people participate, and we had. And we had like first time painters participate and, and, and it was awesome. And, and I think it was the first model that I painted in one sitting in a long time. A lot yeah. of times I'm painting a model in several sittings. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it looks pretty good. And I see it right back there too. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty proud of it. So of course the lighting isn't good, but, right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, and yeah, so, and you know, I'll be using that in an upcoming D&D campaign or Frostgrave or something. It's going to be a wandering monster. But yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to Curtis. Big shout out. So a few highlights. I have quite a few highlights that I want to talk about um, regarding like some of the some of the things that we've done. Uh, you know, we started out primarily as a as a War Machine and Hordes podcast. And we made the decision to do the slog of of doing faction reviews for every faction. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and 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 believe it or not, that was a lot of fun um, because it forced me to look at new models that I don't regularly look at. It actually 
got me into a new faction, you know, because, <laughs> because I was looking at it, I was thinking, actually, I kind of like this and I kind of want to play this, you know? Um, so that was a highlight when, was it, hold on. Was it only one new faction that it got you to get into, or was it more than just one? Well, cause I feel I like know. it was more than just one. I did <laughs> possibly, but I, but I, I did a complete turnover during uh during the last six months for my for my war machine and horde stuff so um so we'll we'll leave that we'll leave i'll talk about that later but <laughs> um so uh, so the faction reviews uh were were a thing i loved when we highlighted women's history month and we had some local women gamers on to talk about their experiences at the table and what it's like being a part of the hobby and uh, the, being a part of a hobby that is, you know, dominated by, by men, you know? And, uh, and so uh, that was very, I thought that was very enlightening and very eye opening. And we had some really great conversations there when, uh, when privateer press did their online, like, like lock and load, like reveal, like, when the first, when the pandemic first hit, gosh, it's time's a flat circle. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we there was a lot of hype for that, and and there were a lot of cool things that were announced and shared, and we we were we were riding that hype train, and yeah. I enjoyed that. You know, um, yeah. we did one thing I love too. All of the interview episodes we've done, we've we got to meet a lot of fun creators and painters. But I do. We had Matt Wilson on, and we have Will Hungerford on, and and those uh, those were those were highlights for me, you know, as privateer press fanboy, and um, and Matt, uh, I think both of them were very gracious because they came on at a time when when we didn't have the best recording setup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so. I'd love for love to have them back on now that we're doing this new way of, of recording, but yeah, um, that's, that's well, for another day. Yeah, so. I, well, and Hungerford has also moved on to a different company. He is at Broken Anvil now, actually working on a completely different miniatures game. So right. that may be something that we do in the future when it gets a little <laughs> bit closer to Rivenstone uh, being released. That would be Rivenstone. that'd be really exciting. Yeah opportunity uh, yeah. i was gonna say those were two of uh two of the highlights that were pretty cool is having them on and just again um the fact of like we're we're like a, a nothing i would i would comparison to right you know um but then they still take their time to to have a good chat and and a genuine chat and just kind of spitball and and talk um again, especially matt wilson and then when hungerford was on and i was hopeful but then he left i was like oh we're not going to get our croak warlock now um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it could oh, still maybe. be in the pipeline he he could have made it happen and gotten the okay right before he yeah. right before he <laughs> left and it takes a while to develop. Yeah. yeah true um, gotta um, release it at the right time you know Exactly. So it was cool though. And then like they did their, uh, when they were doing their, um, dev chats or whatever. Right. And then, you know, then yeah, mentioning our podcast on the, on their main thing was, was like, yeah, we made yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I felt, I felt, uh, a lot of, yeah, a lot of excitement. Just true, yeah. true fanboy right there. 
some good pride. Yeah. But. Well, every time, every time we always sit down and, and we look back at the history of everything that we've done and gone through, um, I'm always reminded that I wasn't originally here at the beginning. Um, I was actually an, an early guest. The first time that I appeared on an episode was episode eight where uh, you guys wanted to have a discussion about running events and, yeah. and building a community. Uh, we had a great discussion. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I always love sharing the history because I've been a part of the War Machine community here for such a long time. Um, and you guys were gracious enough a couple episodes later to invite me to be back and be a permanent host. Uh, and it's been yeah. a lot of fun. There's a lot more games and things that I've explored and talked about and looked into um it's definitely broadened the horizons that i've had for miniatures <laughs> games and i appreciate you guys having me here to be a part of everything it's been a lot of fun i, I, I blame me for all of that by the way <laughs> <laughs> you are somewhat of a primary catalyst in this <laughs> uh, I, I don't know i i think i have to do a full confession like i think i'm like uh the hype man for so many things and uh, <laughs> just compulsory just everyone has to get on board and uh, well i don't know i i you know i i have fun experiences and i try to try to look for the positive and the good in those experiences and then you know and then and then that's all i focus on and you know yeah i might not be a very good critical thinker or maybe <laughs> I, am and I ignore that part but no <laughs> Yeah, I was looking back at uh, you know our catalog and of, of episodes, and we've actually we've had a lot of um, episodes focused on the hobby side of things, and yeah, that's something that I have learned a lot getting into uh, getting into miniatures and miniature wargaming is just all of the different tools that are out there that you can that you can use different strategies and and like and i have tried um a lot of them you know and and, and packaging like we had one talking about how to kind of take your models to the game store just 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 traveling <laughs> with your models right like right now like my admeg models are sitting in egg cartons right now like because <laughs> yeah. i don't know exactly how i want to transport them and so oh. I'm going to be transporting them in egg cartons for the time being. Oh boy. But... <laughs> one of our, one of our regulars at the store recently had gotten, um, I think a bunch of Astra Militarum stuff that he had gotten from somebody on eBay. And he showed me pictures of the disaster that they arrived in. Unfortunately, oh. uh, the box, <laughs> and it made me think of, Boy, I should I should have you load up the link for our episode where we talked about packing and shipping models and right. just spam send it to this person. It was it was absolutely awful. There yeah. was a plastic bag and nothing else inside the box. No. And, and like one piece of tape over mm. like the top and the bottom. And so there was a bunch of poor Astro Militarum dudes who lost arms that made their way outside of the box in oh. shipping and oh my gosh it was awful yeah I felt I felt real bad um 
but like that's you know that's an episode that we did that that was a very interesting episode about like how do you properly yeah. pack and ship stuff even even not if you're shipping something but like transporting your models just to the game store like and making yeah. sure your stuff doesn't get broken uh while you're driving down to the game store you know and yeah. Uh, I think those those ones that were like kind of those off topic things that we don't necessarily always think about as gamers. And I don't really think very many other podcasts did stuff like that. And uh, I, I think it's really cool that we've tried to reach out into some of those branches that other people haven't done and talk about the the stuff that you don't really think about. Yeah, I, those, I, are, I those have always been fun episodes. Yeah. I like that one. I remember that was inspired off of, uh, I had just done my first barter town trade and I had shipped and I thought I did it good because I've shipped things before. Um, but I hadn't shipped models before and, and the guy was really cool about it. Um, they weren't as bad as those guys. I mean, I had bubble wrap, I had things, but you know, still you get some big signar jacks or something like that. And they, uh, bang together a little bit, you know, oh, spears yeah. hanging out. Um, so it's like one of those, yeah, hopefully more people would listen to those, but, you know, <laughs> take some lessons, help the community out on a greater whole rather than some double-sided sticky tape and put them on the box and send them off their way. Yeah, uh, yeah it was, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, that's one thing I agree is we've definitely, it's been fun doing some of those more um off top, not so competitive based, right? You know, just having more, more of our angle of fun and enjoy and just try, you know, like just get inspired to go out and, and try this. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, speaking of getting inspired and going out and trying this, here's the, here's the question I have for you guys. Um, what new game have you played as a result of, uh, of the podcast in this project like <laughs> we have enough time oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean it it's a little double-edged sword you know because you know we would still hang out outside of this podcast uh, and so we'd probably still play a few of these but i think i would definitely have a few less kickstarters um <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know um Probably wouldn't have played played Rain in Hell. Um, I mean, maybe we would have got to it, but a lot of a lot of big from this. Um, some Malifaux, since we had been talking about that, you know, that's one of the ones, and um, may not have gotten around to getting a uh, uh, the other side army and doing a doing a big speed paint on that, right? Um, yeah. Which feels really cool to have that whole army done. Um, I guess I look back; that's kind of one of my things. You know, doing a video about that was was a good pressure. I wouldn't have had that same pressure maybe to, to get through that. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, definitely, you know, infinity might be in there as, as one just playing from some people around. So, I mean, I think there's, I think there's quite a few of them in there that are just some fun little games that yeah. we've talked about, or, you know, one of you guys talk about and start getting into and actually, you know, finding a, a good reason to do it. Right. <laughs> Yeah. beyond hey i just want to roll some dice you know so <laughs> yeah i i don't think i don't remember if i i had heard of rain in hell because we were talking about it or if i caught it from somebody else but it's definitely one game that i probably wouldn't have really gotten into if it weren't for 
us uh, being interested in it, diving into it, and then doing doing a little league about it. Um, I had pulled the trigger a while ago, doing a trade, getting a bunch of god tier stuff. I'm still looking forward to trying that out. Uh, haven't gotten the chance to just yet. Um, but other than that, there hasn't been not too much other stuff. I guess Age of Sigmar, that I was already kind of like looking into that. Um, oh yeah, I got some night hunts for that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to remember when. I have to remember back when when we first started the project, I I had War Machine and Hordes, and I had an Age of Sigmar army, and I had a 40k army, and then we had been playing some Frostgrave. And so at the beginning of the project, you know, I really only had kind of four games. Really wasn't doing 40k at the time because it was just hard to get into or there was various reasons i didn't i didn't i ultimately i didn't like my army and so i needed and i didn't know that i didn't like my army you know yeah and then um and you know and then of course so then so then we started doing this podcast and then we started talking about you know miniature games and and so i start going out and intentionally trying new games just to just to get exposure to them and learn about them and you know um from like historicals from dba to saga to flames of war and you know and then like all of the skirmish level games infinity and malifaux and weird rank and flank games like i started a t9a army because of one of our listeners and you know and then i started song of ice and fire I think because of you, Chad, and yeah. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, and then like, and then yeah, and then you're right, Dan, because I would start looking at Kickstarters intentionally, looking like I used to only do Kickstarter for like RPGs. That was it, because I I enjoy RPGs. And then, and then when I started this project, I stopped supporting RPGs, <laughs> just started supporting miniature things. So now I have like weird miniature lines in weird scales like i have a whole set of of cannibals like <laughs> I, I i don't know what i'm going to do with cannibals <laughs> but i've got cannibals now you know and and it's and it's all because i you know just the exposure to the miniature world and and with that exposure deepening and widening <sighs> you know over over the years now we're like you know, full circle, they're not really full circle, but here we are three years later, celebrating our birthday. And, and I've, I've had exposure to all these different games, and I'm finding my desire for them. Our different ones are like narrowing again. And I just, I just want to focus on, you know, a handful of games and enjoy them deeply, you know, and, uh, and so that's kind of where I'm at in my gaming, but but yeah, like Rain and Hell, like um I don't I don't remember if that was one of our listeners or if I had found it too, um kind of on the same day or same time frame. But but I enjoy just reading rules. And so I knew regardless I was gonna get Rain and Hell just to read. Mm -hmm. uh, I did not know that I would actually get to play it. And so um yeah. because because we decided as a as a podcast that we would try to set up a campaign to make that happen. Um, and that was awesome. 
because playing the game brought the rules to life because there were some things that I had read that didn't either click or didn't, I didn't understand actually how it worked until I saw it actually work on the table, you know, yeah. and, and that's what makes, you know, the theory and, and the practice come together. It's fun. So, yeah. Is there one more question, I guess, maybe before we leave our birthday celebration <laughs> topic, um, is there a missed opportunity? Is there something that uh, maybe you would have enjoyed that we had done and not done, or maybe something that we had done, but only in small amounts that you would have liked to see more of? That's an interesting one. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> and to touch real quick, like you're saying, you kind of, we brought it out and then like you kind of close back in on a few things, but I wonder if some of that's just because it's harder to get out right now or to meet up. So you have a limited game window. So if you can play one game, which is it? Um, so we'll see a year from now how you feel, but <laughs> kind of, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I mean, I guess some of the missed opportunity was again, just doing like King of coins again, or doing more, being able to do more events and, and kind of sponsor more things. Um, yeah. I know we had tried uh, to gain some traction on some other things like um, a Masters League tournament, I think is what it was or whatever. Um, a little more narrowed because no one else is doing it, but we just, you know, the interest couldn't quite get there and, you know, some of those things. So um, I wouldn't call it regret because we did some good stuff and we had some fun with it and we did, you know, we like we talked about, but I think it was definitely would have been nice to to be able to get a few more of those going yeah yeah no that's a good that's a good observation i remember that yeah we were trying to do a master's league thing and it didn't didn't pan out for some reason yeah well you had to have minimum of like 25 people pre-signed up for an event to get approved and you know oh yeah plus we had a good location for it and you know so there's there's a lot of logistic kind of learning going into it going oh wait a second this isn't uh, as easy as saying hey running an event <laughs> yeah yeah, that was a little little out of our league. Yeah. I'm uh I'm a little sad at the missed opportunity of not betting you guys money on who could finish a painting project in a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little sour. Uh but uh no, I um I think it would have been fun to try and do some sort of uh or maybe do a little bit more hobby hobby inclusion with the community to try and push all of us to um get some more of our backlogs finished and stuff i know we did we did backlogist um and i unfortunately had kind of <laughs> missed missed the uh the starter for that and uh i had some other stuff going on and didn't quite get as much done as i wanted to but um i know one of our other uh listeners richard i think was the one who ended up winning that whole thing and um getting a getting a gift card i think yeah, he turned around and used to get into flesh and blood as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. No, yeah, no. We had we had several people participate in Backlogist, and then and then what it was it is it was your participation uh, put you into a drawing, and so yeah, and so he was one of the one of the winners. Of okay, the that's what so, it was. Yeah, we gave out he was three three gift cards. So. Yeah. I know that he was uh, hammering away at getting his Sylvaneth painted that month because I think that was also around the time that um, our little group was starting to do uh, an AOS um, 
path, path to glory. Yeah. Um, doing that. And, uh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I would have liked, um, uh, to do, you know, I would have liked to seen King of Coins come around again. I would have liked to see Food Machine come around again. Um, I would have liked to have a better handle uh, on the War Machine community a little bit. Like, for example, you know, tomorrow they're going to be dropping the, you know, the the update mm-hmm. in, in War Room. And, and over the past couple of weeks, they have been releasing spoilers on War Machine-specific podcasts. And and even though we're not a War Machine specific podcast necessarily anymore, um, I still kind of felt left out that we didn't yeah. you know we didn't get a chance to do that, and and that's just because we weren't, you know, we're not. Well, I guess I'll just say it: we're not a War Machine specific podcast anymore. You know, so um, so I would have. I feel like that. I feel like things like that is a missed opportunity. Um, I think. Um, one one of the things too is is i think we there are some parts of our hobby that um that are just really fun to think about and 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 we could have dove a little bit deeper into them i think Mm -hmm. um and uh and that and that's okay um you know we we have some really bright you know brilliant thinking people are part of our, our listening audience and and they post some some pretty remarkable things in the discord server from time to time that sparks some really good conversation and uh and so you know so we we get it but it doesn't always come out in the podcast necessarily yeah. um so um but but that's okay um i think i think there's a lot of things that we can celebrate which is uh is what we're doing here so yeah no, those are good. Those are good. Well, one of the latest additions is the confession booth, where where we uh, <laughs> where we talk about uh, things that we have purchased for the hobby, and so uh, this is your opportunity to come clean, gentlemen. Um, what <laughs> what have you what have you picked up lately? Yeah, so glad whoever suggested this one. <laughs> <laughs> one of our listeners. I think uh, one of our listeners. Yeah. Well, surprise. Mainly, it's been a few Kickstarters. Um, did uh, just back to Organic Towns by Headless Hydra, Headless Hydra Press. Um, I back. I've backed most of theirs and um, the guy Shane who runs it's pretty cool and there's magnetic tiles is what I first backed on and so I've had good conversations with him um, and then uh, looking at the IK RPG for the horde side um, by privateer nice and then I backed um, some STL files for some uh, printable bases um, just to add some more variety I'm a sucker for bases um yeah so so fairly low this month nothing you know nothing nothing too crazy um i haven't gotten too much stuff recently i um have been trying to uh trim back a little bit again (laughs) trying to um 
save up for the stuff that is coming, which is all the chili con carnage stuff, which should be coming up here mm-hmm. in the next couple of months. Um, what I did get recently was I did put out, I uh, put in my order for my D&D mini with one of the local Etsy guys. Um, nice. He does a 3D printing company. It's Barthel's Marvels. Uh, the one of the, or I guess the owner, uh, Lance comes into the store to play 40 K. Um, and he's printed a couple of other miniatures for me that I painted up for Christmas gifts for a couple of my friends last year. And so, um, Jeremiah and I are part of a D and D group and our DM Wes has miniatures for everyone except for my character. And one of our other, uh, group members, is it Joe, David? Probably oh David, yeah. uh, who's playing uh, Dankmar, this uh, artificer dwarf, and uh, he didn't have miniatures for us because our original characters died, <laughs> <laughs> and so these are our new characters. So I thought, hey, why don't I just like get the STLs from Hero Forge? I've got an Etsy guy who can print them. I'll have him drop them off to me, and then I'll paint them up for our upcoming final session that we're going to have in person, which is going to be the big showdown for the story arc finale. Nice. So I got those. Um, I got that order submitted here the other day. Um, Lance is just going to deliver them to me at the store whenever they get done. So I'm looking forward to painting those up. Um, I also recently picked up Kruger Zero and Barney Zero um, since they released um uh the store managed to place an order for that and then some other paints and stuff that we needed from privateer press uh so we got a bunch of those and got them uh out to some of the people in the community which was pretty sweet uh i'm lo- i've looking forward to putting those guys on the table more um and yesterday and today i've been thinking about buying a bunch of legion stuff that i don't need to buy from our (laughs) friends at my money taker i mean mind taker miniatures (laughs) um they've got quite a bit of stuff there um for pretty good prices so thinking about it haven't pulled the trigger yet um but i'm also waiting to see uh looking to get rid of the dark angel stuff that I have. I was building a bikes list, but um, I've kind of come to realize that I don't think 40 K is really kind of the game for me um, with the way that it flows um, and kind of the way that you have to build lists and things. I I think it just doesn't quite mesh with the way that I like to play. Um, You know, it's, it's a good game. There's a lot of really interesting stuff. There is a lot more depth to it than I originally thought, but it's just not quite for me. Um, I want something that's just going to be a little different. So yeah. I'm looking to get rid of that stuff. Um, I'm talking to one person right now. If that doesn't work out, I've, I've got something else in mind. And then maybe once I get rid of that, uh, I might pull the trigger on this Legion stuff. And that can be another project to work on. It'll be, I think, the fourth time I've owned Legion in my War Machine career in 12, 12 years. Nice. It might be fifth. It might be the fifth. Um, I don't remember. I've lost count. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Let's see. Uh, for me, I placed an order for, you know, for the zeros for Ozzy. I think I got the one that played with the trolls and one that played with the pigs. Barney, um, Barney and Madrek. Barney and Madrek. There it is. Yeah. And so... Since I was placing an order with Privateer Press uh, uh, through Runeboard, I decided to pick up the two tessellators 
I didn't have any tessellators, which were one of the newer jacks for convergence. And so I had the other ones, the negators. Um, so now I have two of each of the new ones. Um, I did kickstart an RPG. There was a, there was a, a creator out of England, I believe, that had a very interesting fantasy setting. And, and it wasn't, uh, it wasn't very expensive at all. I'm probably going to pay more in shipping than I am for, <laughs> for the game. Oh boy. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but I, I just, I just, the video just really intrigued me. And so I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll support that. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it. And I was just in my, I was just in my email here looking for the confirmation to try to say it out loud to you guys, but, <laughs> um, but I can't find it. So my, I didn't do the right search feature, I guess. Um, and then, oh, let's see. And then I got, um, I had uh, ordered the new crusade booklet thing for 40k. So I've been, uh, 40k is the game I've been getting the most games in. And, and so I've, I've been enjoying it so far. And, and I specifically want to play crusade. And so that's why I, I wanted to play ninth. And, um, and so I, so I, so that's what I want to, that's where I want to hang out. And, and I did pick up um, an old codex for Eldar through Mindtaker because I want to read some of the Eldar fluff. I really like the old uh, metal models that they have, and uh, and so we'll, so when I was looking at the codex, I I had ordered something, and then and then there was an issue with the with my inbox, and so I thought it didn't work, and then it turns out it did work, and. So I so models arrived as well with the book. So now I <laughs> I have uh, some old Eldar models. So Uh-oh. But, yeah, and it's, it happens. It's an it was a total accident. Yeah, it was a total accident. <laughs> <Yeah>, that story. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was an issue with with me surfing on the website on two different tabs. Oh yeah, and so that's that's what happened. So, um, but yeah, so. Uh, yeah, pretty light. Um, I think too, I've been trying to balance that with some flesh and blood purchases for Oz and, um, we bought a couple singles for him for the, oh, and for myself when Fab Foundry had their anniversary sale. And so, um, it kind of helped flesh out some of the, some of the decks that he had, that he was working on. So, but, um, but yeah, uh, we're coming into the holiday season. So I typically slow down purchasing anyway just in case i by some miracle a family member gets me something as a gift um it never happens but the option's always there <laughs> so um what's on your guys's hobby desk uh personally for me i've started actually rain and hell actually inspired me to finally clip some of my rampart um terrain that i had gotten a long time ago as a kickstarter um that would be good for AOS or for 40k or for <laughs> a lot of things. Um, so I've just been spending a lot of time with some uh, side cutters and plastic and clipping away. <laughs> nice, very nice. I I got a little bit more assembled for my um, Bloodrock Cauldron uh, recently from the 
uh, Daughters of Cain starter set that uh, I got a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, I'm about halfway done with it. I'm trying to decide if I'm going, what else I'm going to assemble to put on it, um, and what I'm going to leave off for painting purposes. But uh, it's been, I've been really unmotivated for any sort of hobbying the last couple of weeks. Um, just been a little bit, just been tired and doing some other things. Um, usually doing some gaming with some friends in the evening to kind of help keep the, the socialness um, up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, have, have kind of kind of in uh, a funk stride right now where I'm just not really getting very much hobbying done. Um, I did get my Barney two or Barney zero and Kruger zero assembled. Um, so those guys are done and sitting in my bag. Um, I should, I should really get on getting a collection of some stuff together and get it primed before the weather starts getting to the point where I can't prime anything anymore so that I've got some stuff to work on through the next couple of months. So yeah. Yeah. Just got to get my button gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been just working on just random Eldar stuff. Um, my latest thing is I've got a Wraith Knight that um, is in recovery. Um, there's some broken pieces, some missing pieces. And then it was painted with this horrible, horrible metallic color. And you can, like, see every brush stroke. And so I bought some of that you know, stripper stuff that we always use and from the automotive section. And it's been sitting in a bucket for weeks, literally with like, like no work. And so, so then I started taking it out and, and then brushing it with an old toothbrush mm -hmm. and slowly some of that stuff is coming off and, but not entirely. And so I finally was making some progress on one side. So I got one side almost, almost done and then the backside almost done and so um I, now it's drying and so now i'm gonna try to repaint that thing to make it look nice yeah but i have to do some repairs and then i and there's some missing weaponry and i'm gonna do some green stuff it's it's this one is a true nice recovery model so but when i'm done i'll i'll have a wraith knight so yeah um, which apparently is cool if you're an Eldar player <laughs> and one day I will be. So <laughs> one day I will put a, a now you're a collector <laughs> right now. You're an Eldar collector, Eldar collector. That's right. Ooh, I forgot to admit, I got the second edition codex. Um, I won, um, an eBay very inexpensively and it arrived and it's in really good condition. And so, the second edition codex is the first time that they had one designated for Eldar. So oh, that's uh, I'm cool. pretty, pretty excited to read it. And um, obviously the rules don't apply, but I'm definitely excited for the lore. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That arrived, uh, I think yesterday. So, but yeah. So I think um, I love this part. I love it when we, we talk about the games that we play and I love when we talk about the hobby desk and some of the things that we've purchased, um, you know, because, um, you know, everyone wants to share and everyone wants to hear what everyone's doing because it, you know, just kind of in, inspires us, which is actually the whole goal of Spellstorm Miniatures is to inspire us to play more. That's, that's our mission statement. And um, 
but we have an announcement that we would like to share with our uh, with our listeners and um and there's no real easy way to say it but other than there's a sense that that maybe this iteration of of the project has run its course and so um this will probably be the last spellstorm miniatures episode for a season and so what we're going to do is uh, revamp and come back um with a different format similar format same format who knows we're all kind of everything's up up uh up uh up in the air at the moment um but we we have a couple things that we would like to to just to say to our listeners and to say to one another um and i think dan has a, a new project that he would like to share about and so um and so the thing that i want to say to you guys is um how much i've enjoyed doing this uh dan i i miss you living close to me and i miss us having the same day off um because i miss gaming and talking about games together which was the whole start of the project right you know what i mean and um you know and, and chad having you on uh the three of us bantering back and forth uh has made uh, has has been very special to me and and i've enjoyed um you know doing spells for miniatures with you three with you two making us three <laughs> <laughs> there's a, my a mystery third person in the room um and and i'm gonna miss it um i think it's the right time for a break but i'm gonna miss it yeah i want to thank everybody for um taking part of the community thank all of our listeners that have followed us um since the very beginning and the people that we've picked up along the way. Yeah. Um, it's awesome having the discord community growing and the conversations will keep going there just because maybe this format is going away and we're going to start doing something different. doesn't mean that we're not still going to be in those discord. So if you guys want to ask us something or if you want to, you know, dojo some lists or something like that, or tell us about another game that you found, that you thought might be cool or that you're interested in, you know, keep, keep the conversation going there just because we're not going to be sitting here and me mostly jabbing at you guys <laughs> um, and talking about different stuff. Doesn't mean that everything has to stop. You know, there's yeah. still lots of, still lots of ways that we can keep the community going, but uh, I want to thank everybody for being a part of the community, growing it. Um, following us i want to thank again both of you guys for inviting me on to be a part of this project it's been a lot of fun uh doing all these episodes and everything that we've done and exploring everything together yeah yeah definitely like chad said and you know thanks for thanks for listening hanging out there um for everyone who's in the discord for all those who you know give some comments support uh downloads everything um some interaction on facebook we've gotten before right so it's just really cool um Chad, thanks for, you know, joining in and, you know, especially adding your breadth of knowledge and uh, of War Machine Hordes and, you know, helping the addiction to all the other games. Um, <laughs> you know, like Jeremiah, like you said, you know, it was it was cool. You know, we have those we were gaming or getting together like every week, <laughs> you know, and and it was nice. Um, you know, life changes, life goes on. We have things come up, things change, you know, so it's kind of. Yeah. Kind of bittersweet, right? It's good, but then it's sad and 
It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'll definitely miss that. Yeah. I want to do also a shout out to our Patreon supporters and to anyone who's ever used our hyperlink, uh, you know, that or the whatever those called affiliate links uh, that we have to, you know, to help support the show. Um, that's been that's been invaluable. Um, like it's something that we didn't want to do in the beginning, and then we sort of added kind of towards the end, and and um, you know, and it was very helpful and. The community isn't going away and we're still going to be around um and spellstorm will return uh just who knows what it's going to look like but but we'll we'll get there and it'll be good so yeah. so are we the phoenix or is it more like the the caterpillar turning into a butterfly i don't know one of those things <laughs> i think we're both we're a, we're a phoenix butterfly <laughs> phoenix colored butterfly butterfly with a phoenix tail yeah, I, I don't know. No, butterflies <laughs> don't like fire, do they? Yeah, uh, I think it might yeah. be a little bit, uh, a little bit harmful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but one thing that is happening is is Dan, you have a new project, and so, yeah, so make the big announcement. Yeah, through some of this and you know all the background chat, the kind of the pre chatter and ramble that we have, you guys, you know, you two talked about flesh and blood a lot. Jeremiah, you've been into it for a while um and it kind of was like all right i slowly dragged into it and i didn't want to get sucked back in but you know i'm kind of getting sucked back into the uh the cardboard hobby of you know trading card games um so i'm kind of you know still figuring it out a little bit but launched off uh, a new channel um the tcg dj it's kind of a mouthful um i like some of the play on words you know trading card game you know deck jockey um and so it's kind of just going to be a little project of fun. Um, not sure where it's going to go right now. Made some gameplay videos. Um, maybe try to interview, get a hold of some people in the community, you know, opening up, you know, showing off um, pack opening, stuff like that. So it's kind of going to grow and evolve and see kind of how that lands. But it's just another thing to keep fun and another another way to keep pushing my boundaries of learning how to content create and do some of that. Um, Still have some spellstorm videos in in the hop, hopper there too that I'm working on as well. Um, but yeah, I mean that's kind of my my big thing. So we'll take you know since this this is taking a little bit of a break or slow down and be able to jump in and have some fun showing off some uh, some cardboard. So nice. Yeah, and we'll have a we'll have a link to your channel in in the show notes here. So if anybody wants to get some of that sweet sweet flesh and blood content uh you can you can follow along so yeah yeah this has been a great um it's been a great run uh spells for miniatures you know we started out as a show about miniature war games and you know and just with the whole goal of inspiring people to play more and and who knew how many different things we would we would try and how many different games we would play <laughs> and and all the people that we would meet along the way. So uh, for now, we want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of the community. Check us out at spellstoreminiatures.com to get the link to everything. More importantly, uh, to get the link to the Discord server. That's where a lot of the life happens. And uh, we want you to be be a part of that. And, uh, and so we're, we'll just sign off. Um, one last time, say thanks. Doom, 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 doom.
Ding ding.